Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, fast-tracked vaccine. The PM to push for a jab in Australia earlier than March as National Cabinet meets in person. Queensland's rules ease the Sunshine State to dance its way into Christmas and the New Year. COVID spread a staggering insight into where South Australians have caught the virus. And Secret Santa strikes again. All laybys paid off at a toy store north of Brisbane. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Prime Minister Scott Morrison hopes to fast-track the approval of a COVID vaccine for Australians as National Cabinet meets for the final time this year. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Olivia, Scott Morrison is holding his first face-to-face talks with the Premier since the pandemic began. Yes, all but one of the state premiers has flown into Canberra for their final meeting with the, with Scott Morrison for the year and their very first in person since March when the National Cabinet was set up for the pandemic. They attended a special reception with the Prime Minister and the Governor-General at the Lodge last night. Scott Morrison flagging today that vaccines, the economy and mental health will be high on the agenda. The PM says a vaccine could arrive in Australia earlier than the promised date of March, with Australia closely monitoring the rollout of the Pfizer vaccine in the UK, with Australia's rollout plans to be discussed with the Premiers later today. Though WA Premier Mark McGowan isn't joining his colleagues today, attending the meeting by video link so that he doesn't come into contact with South Australian Premier Stephen Marshall. WA health officials still enforcing a 14-day quarantine period for WA residents who've been in contact with South Australians. They think that Stephen Marshall is a quite risk, I'm sure. If I broke the rules, well then other people would say, why can't I break the rules? It doesn't make a lot of logical sense to us here in South Australia, especially when Western Australians and South Australians are mixing uh, over an ACT, have been for weeks and weeks and weeks. Despite tensions between the Premiers throughout this year, particularly over border closure, Scott Morrison has praised the work they've managed to complete together and he says he hopes the National Cabinet process will continue into next year. Okay, thank you, Olivia. For the first time in months, dancing will soon be allowed at all venues across Queensland as more COVID restrictions are eased. From midday on Monday, distancing limits will be eased at nightclubs and also at events. But authorities are urging Queenslanders to use common sense when taken to the dance floor. Dance with other people as you would normally, but don't dance in a whole group, not those mosh pits where you've got 100 people all squashed up together. 
The number of people allowed to dance at one time will be restricted to one person per two square metres. Up to 30,000 people a day will be allowed to watch the Boxing Day test live at the MCG thanks to an increase in spectator limits. The previous capacity had been set at 25,000 per day. It'll be Victoria's first major event since the start of the pandemic. The last time the MCG hosted a cricket match was way back in March. There are calls for restrictions on South Australia's hospitality industry to be scrapped following a report about the spread of COVID. Health data seen by Seven News shows not one South Australian has caught the virus at pubs, nightclubs or cafes. We think it'll be a wonderful gesture to acknowledge with two weekends to go, let people at least stand up and have a drink. There's also no evidence of anyone catching the virus from a surface. The majority of cases are from overseas and interstate travellers with the main source of community transmission coming from family gatherings. Eleven people have been charged following a peak hour climate change protest in Brisbane yesterday which caused some major delays. Around 150 activists aligned with the Extinction Rebellion group marched through the city blocking traffic. Some of the protesters were dragged off the road by police officers. A number of charges were laid, including for assaulting police. The pilot of a light plane has made the very first but totally unintended landing at the new Western Sydney Airport. The single-engine Piper developed mechanical problems on a training flight, forced to touch down on a dirt runway still being bulldozed. The mishap that's made history, a tiny Piper P-28 becoming the first plane to land at Sydney's second airport, only six years too early. The first aircraft uh, landing at uh, Western Sydney Airport, it's not a giant of our skies, but a tiny training aircraft. It made an emergency touchdown in bare dirt at Badgeries Creek, being prepped for the new runway. Makes history. Confused locals watching it swoop down. It just come out of the right hand side as I was going south and it was, uh, I just thought it was quite low. In the cockpit, a student and instructor from Bankstown Bass Air Aviation College, a training flight for a valuable lesson. Being a good pilot is all about being prepared for the unexpected. Bass Air declined to comment. Both student and teacher were uninjured, but it caused some disruption. Work on the site, including drone activities, was suspended for safety reasons and has now resumed. Investigators will determine the exact cause of the malfunction, but they believe there was a problem with the 40-year-old plane's throttle, which governs airspeed. The plane's wrapped up to be trucked out, bound for glory. It's going to be a trick uh, pub trivia question for sure. And a local talking point. It's great news for the airport in a roundabout sort of way. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Engineers will today assess a home in Sydney's Bondi after it collapsed yesterday afternoon. Emergency services were called to the site around 5pm after a wall of the home crumbled. Two elderly residents were home at the time but escaped unscathed. The cause of the collapse is not yet known but police have evacuated neighbouring properties as a precaution. A man's died while scuba diving off the coast of Bunbury in WA's southwest. The man was diving with friends when something went wrong and he had to be pulled back onto the boat. They raced back to shore where paramedics desperately tried to revive him. Police say they don't know how the man died and the case will be handed over to the coroner. 
The federal government has approved the half a billion dollar expansion of the Australian War Memorial. The design includes a new southern entrance and an Anzac hall with a glass roof linking the past with more recent wars. It ensures the integrity of one of Australia's most iconic buildings, but at the same time allows us to tell the story of a modern generation of servicemen and women, so it's fantastic news. The shape in the front facade will be preserved, as well as the pool of reflection and the hall of memory. It's going to be an even wetter weekend in Queensland and South East. And first forecast, Brisbane is now expecting up to 20 millimetres of rain tomorrow, up to 80 on Sunday, plus another 70 on Monday. The Gold Coast could see 35 millimetres tomorrow and 90 on both Sunday and Monday. A mystery Queensland man has played Secret Santa, paying off the laybys of 70 families at a toy store. The cheque, signed only by Santa Claus, was for a five-figure sum deposited into the bank account of the Gympie Toy World. I must admit we were a little bit sceptical to start off with because we do often have scams at this time of the year. The man who didn't want to be identified said he was inspired by three women on the Gold Coast who'd done the same thing. Now, if you're looking to avoid the Christmas kilos, you may want to steer clear of cheap and convenient packaged foods. A Deakin University survey has found more people are gaining weight from eating processed foods they don't realise are actually bad for them. The products, often marketed as healthy, can include flavoured yoghurts, breakfast cereals and microwave frozen meals. Frontline workers at the Sydney Children's Hospital have been treated to some well-deserved Christmas cheer. Gift vouchers and toys were delivered by an on-demand courier company, Sherpa, as a way of saying thank you for what's been a really tough year. We've had a crazy year, but uh, these guys have even had an even crazier year. So we're just here today to try and give a little back to the community. The service has seen a doubling of deliveries this year. A prototype of the SpaceX rocket ship Elon Musk hopes will soon take humans to Mars has exploded in a giant fireball during testing. Despite the catastrophic end, the billionaire declared the launch a success and says we're on track for a Mars shuttle service within six years. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. A new frontier for the SpaceX program, an unmanned experimental rocket soaring into the sky. Starship SN8 prototype making its maiden flight. For around five minutes, the spacecraft travelled 15 kilometres above the test site. The tallest vehicle system thus far. At this point, everything is going to plan. It flips sideways, descending into a free fall, the Raptor engines reigniting for braking like they should. But then disaster. Okay, yes, what you saw right there was it successfully doing a... a Countless hours, millions of dollars, the entire prototype up in flames. But, incredibly, the test mission for the rocket, which could eventually fly to Mars, was deemed a success by its billionaire owner, Elon Musk tweeting, Fuel header tank pressure was low, causing touchdown velocity to be high. We got all the data we needed. Congrats, SpaceX team. Hell yeah. A minor, if expensive, glitch on the way to exploring the galaxy. Taylor Hill, 7 News. Checking finance news for now. The Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FT100 rose and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords closed lower and the ASX200 was also down. 
On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,840 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 47 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 75.27 US cents, 78 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Lebanon's former Prime Minister has been charged with negligence following the deadly Beirut blast that killed more than 200 people in August. Hassan Diab, as well as three ministers, are accused of knowing the storage of dangerous materials at the port could lead to an explosion. 30 other security officials, as well as custom officers, have been detained as part of that investigation. Three people have died in an industrial warehouse fire in Spain. The blaze started in an abandoned warehouse near Barcelona, believed to be occupied by more than 100 squatters. 19 people were seriously injured after jumping from the building to escape. Officials fear the death toll will continue to climb while they recover the remains from the warehouse. 30 beauty queens had an unexpected dip when a rope bridge snapped, plunging them into a pond below. The Miss Thailand hopefuls are posing on the suspension bridge when it collapsed, unable to hold their weight. Three of the girls were slightly hurt, but managed to carry on with the competition. An urgent Pfizer vaccine approval meeting is currently underway in the US. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. David, advisers are debating whether to fast-track the jab. Eddie, good morning. Yes, Food and Drug Administration officials are meeting as we speak and a decision is expected later this evening local time. Look, if this potential vaccine is given the green light, a vaccine could be rolled out within 24 hours. The President's Operation Warp Speed poised and ready to start delivery of the first of 100 million doses. Now, it can't come soon enough for the United States. More than 3,000 deaths just yesterday. The United States' deadliest day during this pandemic. Hospitals totally overwhelmed in many states. More than 100,000 were being treated in hospital just yesterday. It's a national health crisis, no doubt about that. Of course, here in LA, strict lockdown measures are still in place here as well. Christmas effectively cancelled. And as we know, this is a virus that does not discriminate. Talk show host Alan DeGeneres, the latest celebrity testing positive. Uh, she tweeted just moments ago that she has COVID-19 but is feeling fine. Just one of many Americans now, Eddie, in the middle of this fight. OK, thank you, David. To some sports news now, and it's only taken one game of the new Big Bash season to see a highlight for the ages. Both the Hurricanes and the Sixers players took a knee to support racial equality before last night's season opener. In the field, Jordan still pulled off the spectacular first, a great catch, before appearing to defy physics on the boundary, catching the ball and throwing it back into the air while mid-air. Set 179 for victory. Reigning champions, the Sixers, started brightly before losing five wickets for only 44 runs to eventually lose by 16 runs. And tonight, the Melbourne Stars take on the Brisbane Heat at Monica Oval in Canberra. You can watch every ball live and free across the screens of seven. Steve Smith has urged Will Pukowski not to rush his recovery from concussion in a bid to play in next week's pink ball test. A strong chance to make his test debut, Pukowski suffered his ninth concussion when struck on the helmet during Australia A's tour match against India. Having missed an Ashes test due to concussion, Smith is urging Pukowski to really take his time to recover. I'm sure he's working with the doctors there and, and doing everything he can to, 
to get himself right to play. Australia A play India again today in the tourist final warm-up before next week's day-night test. The AFL draft class of 2020 are getting accustomed to their new clubs right around the country. Collingwood are talking up their haul after picking up five players within the first 31 picks. Geelong went for athletics pedigree, drafting Max Holmes, the son of 400-metre Commonwealth Games gold medalist Lee Naylor. Hopefully it was 51.35, which is a very solid time for women's, and I broke that only about 18 months ago, actually. Um, so, yeah, it took me a long time to break that. It went, but that went down well. The AFL has confirmed quarters will return to 20, minute, 20 minutes long next year. Dragons recruit Jack Bird has unloaded on his former club, the Broncos. The former Origin star says he's thrilled to be back at his junior club after being made to feel like a burden during a nightmare three-year stint when he was playing in Brisbane. I just felt like it was a burden there, um, that I was, you know, just taking up a space. I was frustrated, they were probably frustrated that I wasn't playing footy and I was in a good contract there. West Tigers coach Michael Maguire has signed a two-year extension with the club through to the end of 2023. Jack Freestone showed the world's best how it's done on day one of the Pipe Masters in Hawaii. One of four Aussies to reach the third round, Freestone posted the day's highest total, while Julian Wilson faces sudden death in round two. At 48 years of age, King Kelly Slater just keeps on keeping on. So stylish, very relaxed and confident. The forever young Kelly Slater. The 11-time world champion is safely through to the third round, along with local hero John John Florence and high-flying Brazilian Italo Ferrara. A humpback whale has been spotted in the Hudson River in New York. The whale has reappeared several times this week, making its way past New York's shoreline with sites like the Statue of Liberty in the background. Officials say the sighting is not unusual as the whales feed on fish from the New York harbour. Still very spectacular. Taking a more detailed look at the weather around the country for you now, low approaching northern WA will cause winds and rain to increase. Troughs are triggering storms over parts of WA, the Northern Territory, Queensland and around the New South Wales Ranges, some of those intense. A front is bringing showers to southeastern New South Wales and eastern Victoria as a high clears over Tasmania. Let's have a look around the capitals now. A late shower for Brisbane and 27 before those showers move in. Sydney, showers clearing in 21 degrees, mostly sunny and 21 for Canberra. Melbourne, 21 and sunny. Uh, down in Tassie, Hobart, mostly cloudy and 20 degrees. Adelaide, 31 and mostly sunny. Perth, 33 and mostly sunny. And a possible thunderstorm for Darwin with a top of 34 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 11th of December. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.